All right, so welcome to another episode of the Contacts to Contracts uh, podcast. I am Brian Lovell right here with my co-host, John Jones. Um, so listen, today we're going to talk about professional standards. And uh, I think the interesting part of professional standards in today's environment is my guess is some of us, myself included, have certain professional standards that were pre-COVID that may have changed in the current environment that we're in. We've been in this environment now um, for six months or so. So, um, yeah, I guess I'll just open it up, man. Like anything, has anything changed for you in terms of the way that you do business in the current environment that we're in versus pre-COVID? Uh, certainly, yeah. I mean, right from probably working a little bit longer, don't have the morning commute, um, don't necessarily have to jump in the shower early. Mm-hmm. Um, and get up. I'm a little bit off routine, so I tend to get up and just log in early. I'm, I mean, I'm on the I'm on the the phone early, seven seven thirty in the morning. Start my day out. Um, certainly not dressed the way we're dressed here today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably still maybe in a pair of sweatpants and a uh, a t shirt. Um, yeah. So it's definitely changed. Um, you know, I mean, you, you, I'm saving you know an hour and a half in the morning, just you know the normal get ready, make breakfast, you know, showering and all that, and then commuting into work. Uh, it's freed up a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. I I think for me too. And I think, you know, not, I think a lot of people, although they're working in, um, an at home environment or a quarantine environment, whatever, there's still also quite a bit of people who, um, are probably their routine didn't change in regards to that. And I, I think that, um, your schedule is one thing we talked about appearance, you know, professional appearance, um, maybe even less structure to a work day. I mean, at least for me, you know, the the old structure to the workday really kind of started with, hey, I got to get some kids ready for school. And that was like the first domino and a series of dominoes that fell to get the day started. Sure. And now, at least for me in my household, you know, with the kids not going to school, I don't have to worry about getting them up, getting them breakfast, getting them dressed, getting them going. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting up and just getting to work, you know, kind of like kind of like you said. Um, but I think that there are probably a lot of folks out there, um, and regardless of what industry you're in right now, that may be suffering with this a little bit. And go ahead. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. Okay. Uh, that may be suffering with this a little bit, and, and it's because your routine is off, right? And, you know, I think for a long, long time, and I know we've been doing this now six months, um, there's probably some out there who are struggling with, when is when are we going to go back to normal, <laughs> right? And you're six months in, and like we're still not normal. What started as I thought was going to last two weeks, um, you know, here we are six months later. Yeah, certainly in our industry, that's the case. I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, most folks, um, you know, if you if you've been in an office environment, um, you know, where you, where you've had to commute in, a lot of those folks now are working remote from home, mm-hmm. um, and, and and those those folks that are doing, you know, landscaping and outdoor stuff, they're still, they're on a normal routine more so than we are. So it's definitely, you know, depending on the, uh, the industry that you're in, it's definitely impacted some more than others. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The, the industry obviously is a factor, you know, like if you're in retail, you know, you're, it's probably you're working from home. Yeah. Probably not a whole lot for you has changed yeah. your routines or whatever, you know, may, may be the same. You know, I, I just look at, you know, what, what we're challenging to you today as you kind of listen to this podcast is just take a quick assessment. Hey, listen, we're doing it too. Um, taking a quick assessment of what were your professional standards for you or for your business 
before COVID started? And are you still maintaining that level of professional standards? I'll tell you another one is, you know, today we don't go into an office environment where, you know, in a regular office environment, most offices probably have a casual or business casual dress code. Um, And today, some of those may be not going into an office, but you're still doing meetings being some sort of video technology like a Zoom. And I just think like I go back and I look at like when we first started um, back in March, like, you know, I'm a guy who typically would wear a suit every day to work, maybe not a tie, but I wore a jacket. Let's let's go. I'll say it that way. And when this started, I still got up every morning. I got dressed um, was probably still wearing pants, maybe even a long sleeve shirt. Eventually it turned into, hey, I'll put some jeans on and a polo shirt. And then it turned into, hey, those jeans aren't really necessary. I'm going to put on some shorts and a polo shirt. And then on some days, depending on when I look at my schedule and who I'm having a Zoom with, it might be, you know, gym shorts and a T-shirt. Um, do you think that the way people dress their attire for work or their attire for the day affects the level of their work? I think it can. I mean, I think you should probably try to maintain the standard that you had pre-COVID. You and I talked a little bit about that, but we, you know, if we're used to doing business, dressed a certain way, acting a certain way, presenting, especially via Zoom, if you're going to be on camera, you want to you want to come across as the same person you did pre pre COVID. Oh yeah. You don't want to you know and, and and we've talked about this a little bit. A lot of folks are, you know, wearing a t shirt now and even a you know a, a ball cap or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, I know we are from home and remote, but we are in the financial services industry, and I think it's important that you know we represent ourselves um, the way we would in a normal market. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with you. I think you have to be mindful of your audience. Um, is one thing too. And I think, you know, right now with technology, the way it is, you're also seeing a lot of people doing like some Facebook live stuff um, or, you know, a lot of Zoom technology. And I think you're right. I'm seeing a lot more of somebody who you normally would see dressed professionally on say a Facebook live is today wearing a t-shirt and a ball cap. And I I think probably what happens is, and, and listen, if that's you, I'm not throwing stones yeah, at you I mean, by, I, by any means. You I th- know? Yeah, I think that's okay. I think it's if that was your uh, attire pre-COVID, you know, that's fine. Stick yeah. to that. That's how folks know you out there. That's what you, that's how you represent yourself. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like, and if, and if that's what you're doing today, I'm not throwing stones at you. I'm just saying, you know, we need to be mindful of the audience that we're in. Um, you know, like I said, I check my calendar almost every morning before I get dressed of who do I have appointments with that day? Are any of them going to be Zoom? What, you know, what am I going to be doing where somebody might be able to, you know, see myself? But I will say like on the mornings that I put on some shorts and a t-shirt, I definitely feel a bit more casualness. Is that a word? I think it is. Casualness. Um, I feel more casualness about my day than I do on like, you know, this morning I got up and put on some pants and a dress shirt to come to the office and it just feels different. And I think that the way that you feel, you mean mean tighter. Yes, they are definitely tighter. (laughs) The way that you feel or the way that you look on the outside, I think a lot of times reflects how you feel on the inside too. Sure. Unfortunately, it shouldn't be that way, by the way. That, like your appearance of yourself shouldn't determine your self-worth for yourself. But I think in some cases, you know, the way that we gear up or we get ready for the day certainly can do that. You know, and I, you know, that is my thoughts. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, you know, 
we, we can segue in that we did do a little recent traveling for the first time in yes. since pre-COVID. Yes. You know, and it brought us back to the same place we 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 left yeah. in mid-March, right? I mean, yeah. so that was kind of yeah, surreal. Some that- people right now are like, wait a minute, you guys went out in public? Not only did we go out in public, we went to a mortgage conference. <laughs> F-A-M-P. Out of town in a hotel. We had a great time. By the way, we it was, I, I'll tell you, I felt safe. Very safe. Hand, I, I felt down, safe. Yeah. I mean, obviously you and I, we, we tried to be um, smart, you know, we, I mean, I, we used more hand sanitizer than I, I can ever remember using in my life. Obviously we wore masks. We, we practiced social distancing, but I'm saying like the, the conference, those who put it on, I thought did a remarkable did, did job, an amazing job, um, yes. you know, and they had some, um, extra steps in place that you had to adhere to, um, on a daily basis before they would let you pass the threshold to even go into the conference. And, uh, and there, like, it was weird to walk into a big auditorium and the seats be so far Spread apart. Out. And like you and I are trying to talk to each other and we're probably disrupting, you know, like, oh man, that's a really good point. I have a great idea. And we're trying to share it underneath our breath. And like, but I had to shout at you for you to hear yeah. it, you know, cause we were, we were set, we, we sat so far apart, but um, yeah, I mean, I had to try on a lot of clothes before I packed my bag to go on that trip. Some of them, as did I, some of them might have <laughs> shrunk the clothes. They did. They sh- naturally do. They naturally do. Us. <laughs> yeah. We talked, we joked a little bit about that. Had we been wearing full pants, you know, instead of shorts yes. from day one, we probably... Yes, like had we never not moved to gotten the into shorts that situation. while we were working at home. Yeah, That's if you it. had to put that suit on every day or those yeah. pants and that jacket every day, you probably... One day we would have noticed. You probably would have been like, hey, these are starting to feel a little bit tight. Maybe <laughs> I ought to dial back in the diet. But, you know, I think we've probably beat a dead horse here on, on the attire, but I think there's some other things that we should consider pre-COVID versus, you know, the current working environment. And I think one of those is like your schedule, you know, and you, you just talked about how your schedule is actually providing more time uh, for you to do a little bit more work, which we can have a whole conversation on that, Yep. you know, here in a minute. But I think that, um, you know, for some of us, there are other distractions that are involved in the day, right? You're like, you're saying, hey, this is freeing me up some time. But there are some professionals out there who are having to deal with the kids being home or the daycare not be open or they're the teacher um, at, of their students who are, are working at home and the schedule gets a little bit more difficult. Or I think a lot of times um, there's probably folks who, hey, me not having that regular schedule, I have a little bit more free time and we take advantage of it. And, and there's nothing wrong with taking advantage of that. Listen, by the way, I think a lot of people got into this business, real estate included, because it provided a flexible schedule. Right? Money and time. That's Money the and reason. time, right? Yeah. Um, but there is a, um, a risk of taking that too far, right? And, and not having that professional discipline of, hey, my day is planned out. I have a schedule. I'm going to start at this time. I'm going to try to end it this time. And, and I think the other side of that coin, which is where you're probably having a challenge with, is you don't know when the workday starts and when it ends. And so now you've found yourself working much longer days than are probably even required um, but we're doing it without really consciously knowing that we are. Yeah, and we're we're very fortunate. We're in an industry right now that um, you know we've been blessed again with low interest rates, record low rates, and um, you know we're we're busier than we've been in many many years. So it's uh, there's no shortage of opportunity for our our folks right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, for I mean, listen, right now, if you're in, I mean, you can dial it in right now and sit back and 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 log in twelve, fourteen hour days, and and there's plenty of opportunity. Yeah, plenty of opportunity. I, th- yeah, I think more right, so than most. Yeah, I think right now in um, the financial services and real estate. Um, it's a little bit easier than it's been in the past for us to get business. Um, you know, our, our challenge um, maybe is that it's so easy to get business right now that some of your professional disciplines slip. Absolutely. Mm, you, you know, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you it, it, right now it's it's you, you may have deviated from the start year business plan um, because you're not able to go out and, and do the one on ones in person. Um, you know, you may be neglecting that a portion or a segment of that that market entirely, yeah. and, and not doing the normal check ins because you know you're you've got a new opportunity with past clients that were able to save lots of money um, by doing refis right now. So you focus maybe the time goes into that, and you spend a little bit less time, or you're not as disciplined going after our core customer, yeah. Which which is the real estate agent, which is the real estate agent, yeah. It's, uh, you know, the, one of the keynote speakers at the conference we were at this past week said, um, and I wrote down this quote, it's hard to stay hungry when you're well fed. Yep. Yeah, that was a great point. Right. And so my, my takeaway from that was when business is rolling in right now, as easy as it is, we tend to lose sight of what were the behaviors and the disciplines that got us to where our business is at right now. Mm-hmm. And you stop executing them. And as you know, when, at some point when you stop, that business starts to dry up a little bit too, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't know, I mean, my personal feeling about it and, you know, you, you might call me that jerk, but I think right now is the time to work harder than you ever have before on your systems and on your processes, right? Um, the mistake that we can make as professionals, right, as sales professionals right now when business is really good is that we just roll with the punches every day. And my feeling is now is the time take, to you assess. take the easy stuff. Yes. You know, I mean, it's, easy, it's plenty of easy stuff right now. And it's it's, you know, it's a way to avoid the hard the hard stuff. Yeah. But I think we should also be assessing um, our systems. Right now, now would be the time, you know, what what worked for your business when you were closing, let's say, 10 loans a month in our business doesn't work for closing 20. So if you haven't changed your systems and your processes at the current level of business that you're at, that rat race that you feel you're in right now is never going to go away. And we're feeling it right now. Oh, we're definitely <laughs> feeling it right now, you know? And I think some of the fear too is, well, I don't know how long this is going to last. And, you know, I don't want to staff up or I don't want to change my systems or I don't want to make hires because if this doesn't last, I don't want to have to revert. I don't want to have to lay people off, whatever it is. Um, you know, one, I would tell you, I think that's coming from a place of fear, um, but two, I mean, I, th- I think we're going to be in this environment that we're in right now for an extended period of time. Probably you know? so, yes. And I, I just look at, you know, whether you're a single LO or you're a branch manager or you run a team, whatever it is, you know, we've talked about this before, like you're a business owner, which also gives you the title of leader. And lead is an action verb, right? And so to me, great leaders are always developing people for other great opportunities. Like that's a sign of a great leader. And I was sharing with one of our regional managers today, um, I had a conversation with, um, I was commending them on the job well done because they're creating opportunities. Like they're taking in um, people to fill positions that they don't necessarily have 
um, the experience or skill set for, and they're coaching, training, training them. developing them, and they're providing career opportunities for people who may not normally have had this type of an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I love that type of person because I think the other side of that, like I said, is living a little bit in fear of, hey, I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. I don't know how long this is going to last. I don't want to make changes and then have to make more changes. You know, I think you always got to be moving forward. If you're not growing, you know, it's like we talk, you've heard me talk before about, you know, a muscle that atrophies. You know, if you put if you break your arm and you put your arm in a cast when they take that cast off, your muscle is much smaller than it was before the cast, right? And because when you're not using that muscle, it atrophies. And so I would say the same thing about your business. When you're not actively trying to grow it, like say lifting weights or whatever, that business begins to atrophy. And at some point, there's not a whole lot less. You know, I use the example, um, you know, when I was in production, uh, you know, I had at the at the time I got out of production, I had a steady influx or receipt of referrals. You know, referral partners were sending me deals. I was closing deals. When I no longer was searching for that business or asking for that business, how many referrals do you think I get today? Zero. Pretty much. Yeah, it ends up at zero. Right. And so I use it as an example of if you're not constantly trying to build relationships or keep the relationships you already have, at some point, they go away. They go away. Fertilize and water. Yeah. You, you have to keep growing. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's talk. We've been talking a little bit, John, about um, professional standards pre-COVID and the current environment. What about personal ones? Like? Are you eating any better? I'm probably eating a little bit worse. Um I've gone through stages. Uh, I, you know, um, how are those M and M's treating you? The M and M's are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's definitely changed a lot. My routine is off, and you know, I'm still not back active in the gym. You know, mm-hmm. trying to do a little bit of exercise remote. You know, as as you know, I go to the park and 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 do some walk runs and and you know, and try to do a little bit, but entirely different than it was pre-COVID. I I had gotten in or always had a fairly consistent routine where, you know, exercise was a big part of my week and my schedule. And not for any specific reason of fear of going back to the gym. I'll use it as a combination. It's probably becoming more of an excuse than uh, of a fear right now. Initially, when the gyms closed, it became, you know, you you form a habit in 21 days, right? Yes, yes. So quickly, you know, I got used to not going to the gym. And it it was something that after a couple of months, I I missed, but I didn't miss. Yes. And then we just opened back up here in Florida, probably within the last 60 days. Mm -hmm. And still haven't, you know, just because we are super busy and fortunate in our business and our industry, I haven't time blocked it out. And in fact, when we traveled to Orlando, um, you know, I, I, I did have a little time to think about that. And that's something that I intentionally, as you would say, need to get back on my schedule and get in the habit of blocking that time to go. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It, everything always comes down to intention and Yeah. I mean, I had plan, a speci- right? very specific time, yeah. you know. As you said, I would drop my kids off at 7.15 in the morning, and then I'd cram in 45 minutes an hour at the gym before I hit my day. Yeah. You know, and that got me going in the morning, and I know you did something similar. Um, So that not happening is just the gym's not slid back in. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, too, um, yeah, I definitely got derailed on the habit when the gym's closed. 
Um, you know, and I tried to make the move to, okay, well, I'm just going to do the home gym. Well, everybody in the world had that idea. I couldn't find gym equipment online to buy anywhere. And so now I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get workouts in, um, you know, uh, when I, you know, the gym's not closed and you just, like you said, you got out of that habit and you kind of liked being out of that habit. Like, Hey, you know, this waking up early thing, you know, it's it's okay, you know? So, um, you know, but now like trying to get back in it, it is a little bit harder, um, you know, to, to get back after it. I think, you know, from the diet or the eating perspective, you know, for me, I find that, um, when food is accessible to me easily, I really like to eat it. Like I love it. That's a great point. And when it's not, I don't eat as much. And so like, as an example, Today, had I not brought my lunch here to the office, I probably wouldn't have eaten lunch. But at home, I would have eaten lunch and a couple of snacks, maybe a couple of sodas, because all of that stuff is accessible to me there. Um, but when you get in an environment like what was my typical environment, you know, I tended to eat a little bit better because I had some triggers in place or some things in place that were, you know, preventing me from from doing that. You know, yeah. but dude, I I don't know. I'm having a harder time keeping a diet going. Um, than I can ever remember having in a while. Um, and, and I am getting better at getting back into the gym. And so, you know, hopefully that's an encouragement for some folks who might be watching. Like, it's not easy. I get it. You know, you know, you gotta, you gotta be intentional and you gotta have a plan. How about this? This is a big one right now in our industry. Go for it. Rest and relaxation. Yeah. That's not happening. Yeah. If you're in the mortgage industry right now, just wait in probably six months, we'll give you some rest. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I mean, honestly, yeah, you know, we talk about that jokingly aside, but now, you know, it's, it is important to time block that Mm -hmm. and and make sure that you do get up and, you know, take a quick lap around, you know, maybe a walk down to the circle, wherever you're working from and stretch your legs a little bit, get out and stretch and, um, you know, and, and close down your laptop for five minutes every hour or something. And just, you know, normally in an office, you've got to remember Statistically, an eight-hour day, I think folks work about five, five and a half hours tops. I'm at home right now, an eight-hour day. We're working eight hours. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you would agree that it, we, we've got a lot of folks right now that don't walk to the water cooler, don't BS about what happened over the weekend or any of that interaction that you normally have. Yeah. You're sitting eye-locked, you know, for six, yeah, eight hours. Stand you're standing at the computer all day yeah. long. Yeah, yeah I, I'm thinking, too, and you're absolutely right about that. I'm going to think, I'm going to I'm going to expand that idea sure. a little bit more. And um, I mean, I, I think we got John. I think we got people in our business who aren't taking enough time off. Okay, Agreed. and yeah. like, so listen, I was I was one of the worst ones when 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 the market started to shift and opportunity started to come about. I was like, work like there's no tomorrow. You don't know when you're going to get this opportunity again. You don't know how long this is going to last, right? And and we use the words like, hey, go make hay while there's hay to be made. Well, everybody eventually got going. And here you we know, are six months later. And here we are six months later, and we're still going at it that way. Um, and I and I think that you've got to take some you've got to take some time off. Whether it's hey, I'm going to take a Saturday and a Sunday off because I know probably a lot of folks in our business, including real estate, they're working probably most of Saturday, if not a half a, a half a day on Saturday, maybe even starting, you know, on the weekends. But you've got to take some time off. I promise you that if you do. When you come back to it, you'll have fresher ideas, your mind will be sharper, and your work will naturally improve. But at some point, you know, we're getting to the point where fatigue is really starting to set in. And um, maybe that's where probably some of your professional standards go. 
because of fatigue as well. Um, and it's just important to make sure that you're taking time away um, to rest and recharge those batteries. Absolutely. And and it's hard when you're as busy as you are and you feel like, goodness gracious, I, I'm ne- I never clear out this email inbox and um, you know, I never get all of my voicemails returned. And I tell you, one of the things like I struggle with is, um, you know, you, you, we, today we have all of these devices that we get stuff, right? We get text messages, we get Facebook messages, we get email, we get phone calls. One of the ones I'm worst at is text. Like I'll, I'll settle down at the end of the day and be like, oh my goodness, because like, I read the text. I just don't respond to it. Get and I'll be guy. like, oh, my goodness, this person texted me like six hours ago and I haven't responded yet um, because what happened was the text came through while I was on a call or on a Zoom or something like that. And it distracted me with the pop up. But I didn't let it take me away from what I was doing. And next thing yeah. you know, I never responded. So, anyways, um, let me ask you this. Is there anything new that you're doing that you weren't doing before because of the new environment that we're in? A lot of Zoom calls. Um, you know, essentially, that's that's become the new norm, right? Um, you know, business webinars, Zoom calls, meetings um, that we didn't do, you know, didn't do in the past. Uh, Zoom one-on-ones, I mean, and rather than just a normal phone call, mm-hmm. you know, we do it in front of video. Okay. Um, you so, know, and I think that's where it's important that you, you know, you hold those levels, that, that standard, and the one thing that I want to add is when you are on a Zoom call, have you have your camera on, right? Oh I mean, man, that drives me crazy. We we got some folks today on our, um, uh, <laughs> our iron, iron call to yeah, to uh, to go ahead and open up a camera. But I think that you know that's important, guys. If you're going to do or, or interact on Zoom, you know, make sure you're utilizing the camera fu- feature. So yeah. you are engaged, and we know you're engaged. Yeah. Otherwise. Well, I think that um, listen, I think those that get on a Zoom call that don't have their camera on, there's a reason for it. Like we all know there's a reason for it. You know, they're still in the shorts and they haven't showered. That's yeah, the reason. It was, it's something like they that, just rolled right? Out of you it, know, yeah. or, 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 Hey, I for, you know, I forgot about the meeting, <laughs> you know, I'm, yes. I'm not really ready for the work day or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, I think the whole purpose of a zoom call is that it's a video conference, get on the video in the same way that you would, if we were sitting in this conference room, you know, ready to have a meeting. I think that that's a professional standard that has definitely slipped since COVID. Yes. I think before when Zoom wasn't as frequent, there were more people on the camera. You know, I think the other thing that happens is they're multitasking. They're multitasking. Right. Yep. Right. So they're, they're doing. Not, they're not necessarily focused on. They're the just call. kind of they're sort just, of listening yeah. while they do something yeah, else. They call, I, they, they call a day or two later and ask you what you covered. Yeah. What I miss. Yeah. Yeah. So I will say. So I want to give you an example of something that that has that's good that has come out of the changes that we've gone through in the last six months, at least for me personally, um, with me working at home quite a bit more. I would say ninety percent of the time, and my children being home. Um, I started a habit about a month ago where I take one of them out for breakfast every morning or, or, or sorry, one, or once yeah. a week. Um, you know, so I take one of them, you know, say the first week of the month, the other one, the second week of the month, and then, you know, every other like that. But um, it's a great, it's funny because the first time I took my oldest daughter out for breakfast, she was kind of like, hey, daddy, I don't understand why we're doing this. And I was like, oh, well, I just wanted to have breakfast with you. You know, we never ever get opportunities. Well, once we sat down at the restaurant, man, I don't know that she took a breath for like 45 minutes. She was just talking, 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 which was the whole purpose that I wanted to get her out. 
um, was to get her talking and communicating with me and everything like that. So this turned out to be really, really awesome. Um, you know, and I, I would encourage anybody who's listening, you know, if you're, if your work environment has changed, if your disciplines have changed, if whatever you've had to adapt to try to also find some good in it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, you know, point. I'm embarrassed to say that it took me five months to take advantage Implement of that, that yeah. you know, um, but it's something that's really been, been great for us. When you get on purpose, you'll find that everything is easier to do, right? It's yes. like it's like the difference between trying to run in jello and just trying to run, right? When you when you get intentional, when you get on purpose, when you have a plan, everything I promise you, everything gets so much uh, more fluid. So, um, and I, I just in that was saying, you know, hey, I appreciate everybody logging in and, and checking out our podcast, the Contacts to Contracts podcast. I'm Brian Lovell again with John Jones. Um, how can John and I help you? You know, um, more than just a couple talking heads on a podcast, we are available. We'd love to help you out in any type of business that you're in, whether it's real estate and or mortgage. Um, you know, we're here to help. Um, if you like the podcast, let us know. We'd love for you to subscribe, share it to anybody who you think might find value in it. And if there's anything you ever need, please know John and I always here to serve. Thanks, Brian. Thank you.